We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in Monday Morning Edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here today, kicking off a week leading up to Ole Miss and Alabama. Saturday, 2.30 on CBS, a game that... uh. Changed a good bit after Saturday night when LSU knocked off Bama by one in overtime there in Baton Rouge. So we'll uh, we'll recap the weekend. We'll look at lines for the week, including Ole Miss, and an interesting one in Fayetteville for the uh, the Tigers and the Razorbacks. So full day coming up, big day on NPO Boon Digital, including our uh, morning show here. So appreciate you guys for tuning in on a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Still giving away official Ole Miss game day football jerseys. Two more to go, Alabama and Mississippi State. I would assume it is a powder blue jersey on Saturday for the Rebels and the Crimson Tide for just kind of eliminating ones that have already been worn. So you can uh, enter to win. Every purchase at Blue Sky here in Oxford gives you a chance to enter and win one of those jerseys. You can also get lunch specials, any size fountain drink, bread, and more. They've not worn powder blue? They have not worn powder blue on – they haven't worn powder on powder, I think, is the combination they haven't worn, right? Like helmet and oh, jersey. Because oh. I'm having to do helmet and jersey, too. And with what's left, if we're trying to cover everything differently, I think that is a combination. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But what will they wear? I feel like I did the math, and they had not worn either white on powder. Like they, they had a, a, a helmet to go that had not been worn with powder. What are they going to wear against State? Uh, I don't remember what I had. Cued in for that one. But, yeah, there was two uniforms left at home that I thought, oh, that makes sense. Okay. And one of them included a power, powder blue jersey for, I'm assuming, Alabama. Is this just a working theory or are you sourced? The- no, this is a complete working theory that they keep talking about and promoting that they have not worn the same uniform twice. So I'm expecting oh. that to be a 12 for 12 deal where you're not all of a sudden going to go, oh, well, that's over. We're going to wear the same uniform. My, my hunch is that at the beginning of the year, someone scripted out 12 different combinations. What that if make they sense. went to a 13th game or a 14th game or? a 15th game what do they have enough Maybe combinations that, there well i mean you, yeah because you could always pull the real tree helmet back out with mm. oh no i don't know if can or not actually um don't know that that's in the don't know that well and, and i have a hunch lane's not going to want to go gray pants and navy jersey in the sc championship game so um no i don't know it's i good. think lane would like to go to the real tree helmet 
I think there's there are issues. Yeah. I could be wrong, and Tyler might be listening. I mean, I guess you could put different color decals on your helmets and change your uniform if I mean, you had to. Sure. Or you could get powder blue pants in time. Yeah, powder, powder white for Bama. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Jackson says navy, white, gray against Arkansas. And then whatever's left for state, yeah. There, there are several combinations that are still remaining here. Lane so. doesn't like the gray pants. He does not, no. Mm-mm. Have they already gone navy, white, white? They already have, right? I feel like they went navy, white, white. Yeah. Okay. I think that's right. Did not anticipate starting the show with uniform talk, but here we are. Yeah, I... Laura was uh, violent about the Tennessee Titans uniforms last night. She says they're awful. Really? Do you, does anyone agree? I, I was like, I don't know. Carson and I were watching. They that. have uniforms that I don't love. Like, I feel like the Titans are interesting on. I either really like their uniforms or I really, really don't like their uniforms, depending on, like, whatever the situation is. Last night it was okay, but I tell you, I, I, I don't like when they go crazy Navy everywhere. They went. I need them to get out of the navy a little bit. They went navy white powder pants. Yeah, I'm, was, I, I was fine. It's okay. She doesn't like their numbers or anything. She was very. Oh, you mean the entire setup of the uniform? She was very negative about their uniform. She really? said it looked like a junior high school team. And I was like, "What junior high school team have you been watching?" But that's what she said. So she's allowed to have an opinion on uniforms too. There you go. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're they're fine. I think a lot of it is it was going up against the Chiefs uniform, which is spectacular. The Chiefs uniform is really one of the more underrated uniforms in sport. Navy white white was Vanderbilt, he says. Oh. I'll take his word for it. Yeah, I don't do a very good job of keeping up with the uniforms. They just wear what they wear. I don't really care that much. I'd like to see them add a stripe to the white pant, and that's about it. I don't like the gray pants. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I understand tradition for people and stuff. That's fine. So, I'm, I'm getting to – we're going to go to plenty of college football today. Today is a, absolutely a college football day. We'll look at lines. We'll recap the weekend. We'll do it in a second. But got a random – just save this for tomorrow. I don't want to spend more than 90 seconds on it. But got a little bit of a hot take. I know that there have been sessions that have been really good and some weeks have been great. But overall – and maybe this is me. Maybe this is – no. everybody else can go, no, you're insane. Has the NFL sucked more than usual this year? No. I feel like the NFL is not doing for me what it typically does. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like this is a down year in the NFL from a from a watchability standpoint. Oh, I disagree completely. Really? Yeah. No, there were fantastic games in the early session. I know there was good games, but I don't know. There's something. The Seahawks game at three three fifteen. And I guess maybe that's great. it. And maybe I'm in a weird spot. And maybe it's because the Saints suck. I, I don't know what it is. But I watch it and go... I get the coolness of teams coming out of nowhere and kind of being good, but something about like the big stories in the NFL being the Jets and the Seahawks just kind of goes. Ah, I yeah, don't. Care. Did you watch Rams Bucks? I Tom, didn't watch it, but I followed it. Tom yes. Brady did it again. Yeah, it was fantastic. I do think that's a good point. Quarterback play is down, and I do think that factors well, in. Defense it. play is up. Defensive linemen sure. are more effective right now. They're disrupting quarterback play. Quarterbacks aren't able to get into the rhythm that they like to get into. They're not able to get their feet set. 
Geno Smith, by the way, argues about your quarterback play. I mean, he 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 has been one of the great stories in the NFL. He's just, he has he has been fantastic. This, frankly, the Seahawks are a great story. The uh, running back from Memphis who played at uh, TC was it TCU Walker? Where did he play? Minnesota, Penn State. Where did he play? Kenneth Walker, Michigan, Michigan State. State. What a story! D- DK Metcalf, just fantastic. It was a great game, Arizona and Seattle yesterday. No, I, if anything, I think the NFL's better this year than it's been in a long time. Do you really? Because mm-hmm. so many teams are good. So many teams good, or no, nobody's great. No, so many teams are good. It's hard to be good. Hard to be great when everybody's good. The greatness will probably. But if quarterback emerge. play is down, teams are not as good. Quarterback play is not down. Its defenses are better. They're disruptive. They're getting to the quarterbacks more. The athletes on the defensive side of the football. And again, this is for tomorrow. Just I'm, I'm stopping. But they're incredible. Defensive. The devil's de- advocate, though, is that Geno, Geno Smith is not one of the ten most talented people in the world. So if he's a top ten quarterback, quarterback play is down. He's playing well, but we're never going to go. God, Geno Smith, a top five Super Bowl winning quarterback. Wow. Or if so, why? I'm trying to think, though. Mahomes, Does that make sense? Mahomes is still playing elite football. Um, Allen was bad yesterday, but I'm going to give him a one-off. Joe Burrow was terrific yesterday without Jamar Chase. Um, I mean, I, I found the Washington-Minnesota game to be compelling. Um, you have also gotten more into the NFL over the last few years, which is yeah. going to make you think the product is better. Well, look, here's a very unpopular take. College football as a product is awful. It's awful. Now, we watch it because it's entertaining. and because I don't know if good's the point, though. It's, it's not. I mean, that's like saying, hey, NFL's better than high school football. Well, yeah, no shit. I mean, yeah, but, but that's I mean, not but, really the point. But, but the college game, it, it takes too long. The reviews are – Oh, sure. The, the officiating It's why it's a good TV sport because you flip. You don't yeah. have to sit through the thing. I can go to another game. I can go to another thing. But I watch the NFL, and I feel like I'm watching pretty good football. I'm pretty, well, you are watching good football. I'm, I mean, I, I like it a lot. I just find that it's not holding my attention the same way. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I maybe know. I'm an incredible minority. No idea. But No, you're I mean, among our audience, you're probably in the majority. Um, if you told me that, hey, this weekend you could. I mean, it's still the king. Let's be relative here. This right. is like saying, hey, Alabama sucks. No, that's not what I'm saying. I guess what I'm, I'm just, saying is, is there was a time when if you told me, hey, you can this weekend you can either watch college football or pro football. Pro football, not both. I would have said college. Now, without a moment's hesitation, I would say, oh, give me the NFL. Would I, hmm. For sure. Probably do. But I find the absurdity of college football interesting. Um, I mean, I had a better time in those last ten minutes on Saturday night with Alabama and LSU and Auburn and Mississippi State, two bad football teams, than I did at any point yesterday. Yeah, but it's because you live down here in it. And, well, sure. You know, I mean, you grew up with Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans. Um, I wonder if that weren't the case, if you would have been as interested. Alabama, LSU, for sure. Mississippi State, Auburn, not so sure. No, no, no. That that was not even a vested interest is way too strong. But, yeah, an interest to a level because of personal affiliation. Yeah, to some sure. Extent. Or even what we do. I mean, I, I – I don't even know the guy. I wanted Cadillac Williams to win a football game on Saturday night. Couldn't give two dams, but I wanted Cadillac to win a football game on Saturday yeah. night. And it really had nothing to do with Mississippi State. They could have been playing Alaska Juno, and that was fine. I caught myself cheering for 
Carnell in large part because I, I know him from back in the day. He, he, he wouldn't remember me now, but I remember covering his recruiting and I covered him throughout his college career at Auburn. But also because I thought, boy, wouldn't it be fun to watch Auburn go on a run mm-hmm. and have them yeah. struggle with that? Yeah, look, NFL Red Zone is the best product on TV. The NFL is by far the best product. That is not at all my argument. College, it's, it's two different things. The, the NFL, ESPN should start a Red Zone channel. They should. For college football. NFL, NFL is the precise Swiss watch, whatever car is the best in the world, mechanical or whatever. College football is professional wrestling. It's the sideshow. It's the stuff. It's the emotion and the... The, the the whole deal around it. It's two completely different products. The it's stupidity not even any, of it. All. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowhere Jimbo near. Fisher's contract doesn't happen in the in the NFL. Yeah, Jack said he says talk about the roughing the punter on Kentucky Missouri. It was actually the right call. It is a weird, stupid rule, but it was the right call. It was, it was the right call. That's a call they. That's a rule they probably need to revisit. Yeah, that was fifty yards down the field, basically. Totally changed the game. Missouri was going to win. I thought that would be an entertaining game, and and it was. It was. It was. It was a good game. Yeah. I found myself watching Florida A&M more. I'm not even really sure why, but I – I was just the opposite. I flipped back and forth. I meant to watch more Florida, and then I ended up watching um, a lot of Kentucky, Missouri, and then I watched – I think it was in that window. I was watching a lot of Iowa. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of proud. Iowa like had productive offensive plays. They did. They like. I mean, Brian Friends. They ran. His gig. They ran I mean, a play action pass where a receiver went across the field, and they flooded the zone. Ooh! And he hit the second level, and it was like, wait, that actually looked competent. You've you've been studying, haven't yeah. you, Brian? There you go. I'm. You know. That was give. the teacher who got the essay from the kid who was yeah. like expected something horrible, and it was it was legible, and and, and the professor was like, "Son of a bitch." I'm gonna give two compliments here. One to just sort of college football world at large, because LSU wins this thing by going for two in the first overtime on Saturday. Yep. It was one hundred percent the correct call. It wasn't even really that much of a gamble, in my opinion, and nobody made it out to be, "Oh God, he did this thing that is incredible." Like, you know what I mean? It was like. Yeah. No, you've got to go to two anyway, so use your best play and win the game right now. Yeah. Don't keep doing this crap where who knows. I well, mean, don't run don't, the, don't run the risk of your kicker missing a kick. He's a walk-on kicker. Yeah, just go for two and hey, you, you've got to play, run the here, play. Let's do it. Yeah, I thought it was just I mean, it was it was an impressive call. I don't mean to like take whatever away from it, but it wasn't some oh god, he's got the biggest scrotum in the world. That was like no, it was just Whatever. And then two. But he's got a great feel for the. He does. Already. Give Brian Kelly a lot of credit, man. People have been ripping on this guy all year, the dance thing, and they lost the weird game to Florida State where so many weird things happened. But the guy's done an amazing job. He mm-hmm. really has. And what he's done in short order, and it frankly should be a lesson for everyone, a guy with no ties whatsoever to that culture has immersed himself in it in less than a calendar year. Oh, there's no doubt. And he, well, I said he started actually kind of being himself. He quit with the stupid fake Southern. Yep. I mean, look, he bombed the first month on the job, sure. but that's not what is sure. deciding things at this moment. And then two, and again, I don't even know why I wrote it, why I read it, but I did. 
And we usually don't give him a lot of credit. Pat Forty wrote a pretty good first quote. He does that four damn whatever thing. His first section on Alabama and Clemson and really kind of dissecting where they are as programs was pretty good today. It was completely level. It was not how he usually goes hyperbolic all over the place. It yeah. talked about relative natures. But the part with Alabama that I found interesting, because it's true, is we keep talking about they're not as good here and they're not as good here and they're not whatever. And that's that's that, that's very true. Their wide receivers are not very good. Outside of Will Anderson, they are not very good defensively in spots. I mean, they've got flaws. But their biggest flaw is that they're not operating like a machine. It's penalties. It's Talked about it all poor year. decisions. It's Saban looks fallible in a lot of ways. I mean, he's chasing points the other day where yeah. I get it's hindsight in a way, but if you don't do that, you're just kicking the game-winning field goal at that point. I mean, it's they are making a lot of mistakes that you're not used to an Alabama program making. So I don't know. It doesn't look like it's just this one-off weird year. Now, it's it doesn't not. say they won't win the national title next year, but at the same time, there's actual flaws in their system right now over the course of this season. This this does not feel the same as in, what, 2010, 2011 when they went 9-3 and because they just had a weird year. The game that sticks out for me with Alabama is the one in Austin. They went in there and they committed so many penalties – so many penalties. They survived in large part because Quinn Ewers got hurt. Yes, of course. They lose that game if he doesn't get yeah. hurt. In my opinion. Um, and even that, even then, they barely eke it out. Reichert makes a kick and they win the game. But at that point, people said, "Oh, you know, they're they're not the same team on the road." And it was Fayetteville next for them. They go there, and Young gets hurt. And that game got squirrely early in the late in the third, early in the fourth, and they held on and won because they 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 were easily the superior team. But they showed weakness in that game that you don't typically see from Alabama. And then in Knoxville, that yeah, they they lose a shootout, but they made lots of mistakes, including the coaching error at the end because you easily could have just kicked the kick at the yeah. end to try to do yeah. it right there. And then you saw Saturday night. I mean, this is not. This is not an elite LSU team that they lost to. Frankly, it's a fairly one-dimensional LSU team. They don't have a great running back. Josh Williams has become a, a very good, serviceable he's, he's running fine. back, yeah, but, sure. but he's not an elite running back. Um, Keyshawn, Keyshawn Butte is a good receiver. Um, I don't know that anyone would call him a great receiver today. They, they don't. Uh, T- Mason Taylor is emerging as a very good tight end, but he's young. They're playing a um, a freshman left tackle kid from Monroe, Campbell. Um, Two freshman tackle. Yeah, th- this is this is not an elite LSU team. Number forty is a great player. God, he's a great player. He's um, awesome. He, he's right now. If you said vote defensive player of the year, I think I vote for him. Yeah, sure. Um, but you know, it's it's not it's not an elite LSU team. It's not super deep. It's not incredible, and and yet Alabama couldn't put them away. Alabama struggled in the first half offensively, struggled in the second half defensively. I, I thought they looked ill-composed at times. Um, Bryce Young kind of make does he, what he, he made another miracle play for them, and it just didn't matter. It's it's interesting. Saban looks different on the sideline. I, I mean, I hate saying this because it's so easy to say it in hindsight. Because if they win the game, I don't know that we're still saying this, right? It's come, if if if. Jaden Daniels' pass to Mason Taylor falls incomplete. Sure. You know, we're going to Alabama survived, and we're hyping this game this weekend. But 
watching him on the sideline, he looks old. They have the record they probably deserve. They could easily be undefeated, and they could easily have four or five losses. Yeah, they're probably played, right where they should be. They've played four games that got weird, and they've won half of them, which is kind of laws of averages. And the law of averages is falling their way. As for Clemson, and I watched a good bit of their game against Notre Dame, here's the truth. No matter what you think of Notre Dame, if you think they're awesome, if you think they're awful, if you think they're somewhere in between, that's up to you. They beat the hell out of Clemson. They did. I feel confident in saying Clemson's day as a national power is over. I think that's fair. Now, yeah. they they might get in the top ten because of the league they play yeah, in. Yeah, good program. Nobody, yeah, again, nobody's that. going to throw dirt on them and no, move no. them. To, they're not Eastern Michigan, but for the, God's sake. The days of them competing for a national championship, truly competing for a national championship are over. Over. They're done. That's that is those days have passed have passed them by. Just kidding. No players. No, just no pre no oh. first thing. Okay. All right. I I think anyway. I think I'm cool if it's just kiffin. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Um. Okay, we'll talk about more games from the weekend. We'll talk about Ole Miss and Alabama, obviously coming up. Still a big game for Ole Miss here this weekend. Uh, they're just chasing some help now. Um, if you want to go that route, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Look at lines. First, we'll do that. I'll tell you about Prom Shrimp. PromShrimp.com. Six different flavors available for you. They ship directly to your door. Throw them in the freezer, and you're fewer than ten minutes freezer to plate with Prom Shrimp. They got their newest offering: the lemon cracked pepper, the signature, which goes with everything. It's great with pasta, rice, veggies. Or you get the full meals in the bag, the French Quarter Alfredo, the garlic herb butter, or the Simply Shrimp so that you season yourself. It's great for kids, those options if they have a little more of a discerning palate. So between those offerings and their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, while it's in the grocery store, except a higher-quality shrimp from Prime Shrimp. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. That's PrimeShrimp.com. Forgot to tell you that we're coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios. I interrupted with the, the uh, Uniform Talk Clark Ford Studios, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. 662-257-1900. Guest will join this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is the perfect place for your Christmas party or gathering. They can accommodate parties of 10 to 500. Great food with a Cajun flair, holiday drinks, and a festive atmosphere. Call Genie 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. We'll be taping uh, Pete's Pigskin Preview, previewing Alabama at Ole Miss. That's brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs with 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit uh, Walk-Ons today in Oxford or Ridgeland. We'll have the uh, post-game show on Saturday, I guess, evening. It'll be dark by the time we go, so night. It's brought to you by Dead Soxy, the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Promo code REBELGROVE at uh, checkout. Get 25% off your order. I'll be talking to Davison Igbenosin a little bit later today. Uh, for his show that's brought to you by the College Corner. It's one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram, largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. 
The uh, Mason Brooks Show will be up on MPW Digital at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time today. It's brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, it's the perfect something for everyone. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And the Troy Brown Show, presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. That will be up today at uh, 6 p.m. on MPW Digital. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. Your prescriptions the same day each month take care of you, whether it be Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs or G&M. It's easy to switch your medications from a big box pharmacy to your local community pharmacy. It's one call and they take care of the rest. That's 662-236-2222. Got a good bit of action this weekend. Again, we're at that time of the of the year. Yeah, six like, games Tuesday and Wednesday total. Excited. You get to go over those with Troy. Or I guess you already have. We've already done it. Already have. Already got yep. those in the hopper. Yep. Eastern Michigan, Akron, Ohio, Miami of Ohio. I mean, there's a there's a battle. Um, it is a one-point line. Ball State, Toledo, Northern Illinois, Western Michigan, Buffalo, Central Michigan. It's Jim McElwain. He's a home favorite against the Bulls. Yeah, I'll probably watch some of it on Wednesday night. Not okay. so sure about Tuesday night. Got a feeling something else is going to be on the screen. Do you? Yeah. Kent State, Bowling Green. Big day. Big, Big day. day. Mm-hmm. Big day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big games. Thursday, Tulsa and Memphis. Tulane keeping their run alive. Beat Tulsa on Saturday. I, I, I spend, I'm spending no time on this at all because it doesn't matter. Um, the board talked about it a little bit. There were two things very obvious from the college game day choices on Sunday is had Alabama won, they were coming to Oxford. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. And then two, they didn't really want to do anything cute and they went, we'll just go to Texas. Because in some ways it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, if you care. But yeah. like. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they were planning on Alabama winning. Yeah. Clearly. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. Like I, both Mason and Troy, you'll see this. They both admitted they were cheering for Alabama watching the game. And that, I mean, there's no way around it. It took some of the smoke off this game. I get why ESPN went, never mind. We do Alabama. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. No, there was no reason to come here. Yeah. But, I mean, and it's, go to Seattle. Go to, they played Washington, Oregon's a pretty decent game this week. I think they just, Go to New Orleans. Uh, do the Tulane thing. Like Yeah, the Tulane thing would have been what I think I would have said let's go do. Yeah. It just would have been somewhat disingenuous because, like, the ACC is now out of the playoff race. TCU's the last hope for the Big 12, and I think most people think it's over Saturday in Austin. If the game was in Fort Worth, I would have no issue with it. Yeah. And I know that doesn't necessarily matter, but you're doing the Texas fanfare thing when they're 6-3 and three and yeah. you did them five weeks ago? Yep. It's just kind of like, okay. Like, is that changing anybody's viewing? No, probably not, but... It felt weird to me. Again, I'm in the ma- vast yeah. minority on this. Yeah, I, I think the show is atrocious, and I just can't watch more than two minutes of it. And that's with Pat McAfee on it. I mean, he's the only thing that brings juice to it. You take Pat McAfee off that show, and it is... And that's the weird spot for me. It is, Nash, it is NPR. It's the, that's the weird spot for me with him, because... 
in general, I like his podcast a lot. His story is phenomenal. I, I like him as a analyst, entertainer, whatever the hell you want to call what he does. And he does bring all the juice in the world to the show. Mm-hmm. I also don't like him on the show. It's too much. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. He annoys me on the show, which is interesting because I like him everywhere else. But there's something about that combination that, for me, I just don't yeah, like. I've just gotten to a place where I don't even turn it on. I, 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 I think it's – I just don't – I think the show has seen its best days. I think it's. Served, oh, I think that's right. I think it served its purpose. It's nowhere near as good as the Fox show, which I don't think is very good either. But it's better. It's it's the big noon kickoff show is head and shoulders better than College Game Day. Yeah, and College Game Day is a million times better than that SEC nation. horrible train wreck of a show that yeah. they put on the SEC network. Um, like I feel sorry for Kyle Campbell this week because those people are going to show up and he's got to escort them around and take them to dinner and all of that stuff. It is such a bad show. It is it is cringe bad. You know, beyond what you're talking about, though, the obvious reason for Alabama that everybody should have, Ole Miss people, the players should have won the win was that cleared the path. They won the West if they won out, if Alabama had won the game on Saturday. Yeah. Now they need help. I mean, forget the other stuff. And it's still, like I said, it's still a huge game. Um, so you have to, if you're Ole Miss, you almost have to guard against something on Saturday. You play at 2.30. Um, LSU kicks watching. off at 11. If someone says the score, hey, is LSU 42, Arkansas 24. Yeah. <sighs> you almost have to avoid being deflated. Well, you know, that happened, and then it could go the other way, too. If Arkansas won, suddenly you're juiced. Um, you know, it happened Egg Bowl a few years ago. They needed an, an Auburn win over Alabama yeah. to win the West. Right. And it happened. The score kind of got out of hand about when they kicked off. And you could tell it was kind of a, for a minute. It was yeah. sort of a, yep. now this game's just, I mean, it was for the Sugar Bowl or whatever the hell it was, but it wasn't that. It yeah. wasn't the same. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's something you have to, uh, you have to guard against. And the flip side of that is in the rare event that you get a different score, they announce, you know, Arkansas 34, LSU 31. All right, you got to you got to put your head down. You got to go to work. I mean, you can't go. Oh, we're the no. You yeah. still got to beat that team, and yeah. that team over there is a team that you don't beat very often. Still, three really big games left. Yeah, yeah you could lose any of you them. You know, and you got to. But, but Saturday, it's Bryce Young's on the other side. Will Anderson's on the other side. There are there are issues X's and O's wise. Did you give any credence to Bryce hanging it up at some point? Uh maybe, but no. If you told me he didn't play in there, I mean he's not a hundred percent. If you told me he didn't play in their bowl game, I'd oh, totally sure. buy it. But yeah, no, yeah. he's he's going to play in the Iron Bowl. He's going to play. If you told me he didn't play, who do they play next week? Like Sisters of the Poor yeah, or somebody? It's, it's Jack State or somebody. I don't know. They, they let the other kid go play against them. But no, he'll play against Ole Miss and he'll play against Auburn. Mm-hmm. He's going to play the Auburn game. Yeah, but he is banged up. He doesn't. I mean, he's he's a great player, but he does not look 100 percent like himself, well, no, and he has no help at wide receiver. He doesn't have the deep ball, mm-hmm. and and they've taken some of the running out of his game because he doesn't need to get hit. Uh, I, I think Ole Miss is going to see a heavy dose of Gibbs. I do too. Saturday, a heavy dose, and if they can stop Gibbs, they're in decent. I shape. think they've got a real shot. Now, now they have to block. Turner and Anderson. That's actually the it's the one on ones that you know what I mean? Like that's the 
it's the defensive for Alabama one-on-ones against Ole Miss on the outside that would worry me the most, I guess is my point. Like, Well, and the other thing is LSU had some success against – uh, against um, LSU, LSU had some success against Alabama because they were able to athletically on defense disrupt, put a spy on Bryce Young, very athletic spy. I don't know. If, does Ole Miss have that guy? Does Ole Miss have that guy who mm-hmm. can be that disruptive? Can Ole Miss's front, which is good, be as disruptive as LSU's front was? And you need to do it up the middle. Yeah. He, he gets loose on the outsides and is a big problem. You have to get in his face. Yeah. You have to push pressure. Yeah, out. you almost kind of help him when you get him out of the pocket. Yeah. It's got to go straight. So, I mean, I think it's a fascinating game, but you have to be careful if you're Ole Miss that you don't get so hung up on, hey, what did LSU do in pregame? What's LSU doing? Like if you're out kind of getting warmed up and stuff and you're hearing, hey, halftime, it's you know LSU 17, Arkansas 14. Oh, we got a shot, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. You can't You can't get into that. And I think that's dangerous. Yeah. And they admitted, hey, both those guys, to their credit, admitted, yeah, you, it's hard to block that stuff out. You know mm-hmm. it's there. Speaking of, there's three 11 o'clock games on Saturday. The uh, first one, we'll talk about that one, LSU at Arkansas in Fayetteville. This line came out at three. It is now, uh, depending on the book of your choice, two and a half or three and a half. I don't get it. I don't get it. KJ Jefferson's clearly hurt. Um, their offensive line play Saturday was really bad against LSU's front. That's going to be problematic. Jefferson, like much like Young, can't throw the deep ball right now, and without it, it, it takes something away from their offense. Yeah, the back's good, but he can't do it by himself. Yeah, he's really good, but uh, yeah, they uh, Liberty took him away for the most part. Because they just said, hey, we're not going to let him do it. And um, Bryles often, Kendall Bryles often gets a little cute with his play calling. I thought he got really cute Saturday, which is probably a sign that he's covering up, that he's protecting Jefferson. And against Perkins and B.J. Olajari and those, I don't I don't see it. People have at the cold. It's, it's not going to be wet, though. It's just going to be cold. And it's going to be at noon, so it's. (laughs) I mean, I've been there in November, about this time last year, and it was it was chilly, but it was the sun was out. I I was not. It's a road game after the big home win. It's all that stuff is why it's a point or two at least. Yeah, it's. I I love LSU and the points here. I don't LSU and laying a minimum modicum of points. I have no problem with that. I, I don't see it. And I don't think they can control. They'll do okay. I mean, look, defensively, they pitched a shutout in the second half against Liberty. But I don't know that they can control Jaden Daniels yeah. all day. And now Liberty's starting running back was out of the game. but He was. But, I mean, um, they still they, – they, they didn't lose that game because of defense. That's no, no, the, no. The, the narrative with them is that their defense is so bad. And their pass defense is horrid. It is bad. But, you know, they made plays in the second half in pass defense. Um, what beat them on Saturday was that they had a complete inability to uh, to get going offensively in the first half, in large part because their offensive line was was bad, and that's one of their strengths. Vanderbilt and Kentucky. Okay. I'm just taking Kentucky. I'm, just, I'm done. 
Kentucky I'm minus with, 17. I'm done with Vanderbilt. Listen, <laughs> I, I've cheered for you, Clark. You tried all year. And I get it, man. I mean, we all stick together. It's but hard. At, I but know. at the end of the day, bald guys lose. And it just is what it is. And don't hire a bald guy. It's just that simple. Hold on a minute, huh? Yeah. We we all bald guys, like me and Clark. We you don't try, think there's a winning bald nope, guy? No, we try hard. But at the end of the day... Bruce we, Willis is doing all right. At the end of the day, when you're a bald dude, you lose. It doesn't matter how hard you try, you're going to come up with the L. It just is the way it is. You could put Clark Lee at Notre Dame right now, they'd be 3-7. and seven. It, it just doesn't matter. It's my working theory. He tries hard. He's a good dude. It, it just starts at the top, though. No chance against Kentucky. Just lay the points. Take them, lay them, it's over. If you're interviewing two guys and one's bald, you should hire the guy with the hair every time. And if that makes me a Harrist, then so be it. That's my working theory. There you go. There are exceptions to this rule. Well, there are exceptions to every rule. I mean, there's always, there's no absolutes. But in general. Dave Miranda's done all right. He's okay. <laughs> Dave Miranda's okay. <laughs> if that's where I went first, you're going, I mean, okay, see. Whatever. There you go. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, Vin Diesel's doing all right. There's a reason that you, if you watch TV all day, what do you see? You see like ED because nobody wants that. And you see all sorts of hair stuff. You don't see anybody going, hey, here's a way to get bald. Nope. It's a way to avoid baldness. Brian Urlacher. Urlacher has hair now, I think. So there is that difference, too. If you choose to go bald, that's not the same thing as losing your follicles. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. People don't choose to go bald. There's some people that shave their head. Well, I mean, if Urlacher, I mean... I guess he had plugs, but like... Yeah, he went and got correct. You don't think surgery. nobody goes, you know what a better look is? I'm just going to nope. shave that bad boy It's off. the equivalent of someone, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to get obese. I want to be obese. That's what I want. It's the same... It, it, no. Hey, you know what I want to do today? I guess that's a good point. I've never one day woken up and went, what if I shave my head? Nope. It's like the tall guy never wakes up and goes, you know, I wish I could be short. Bald or short? Bigger detriment. Bald. You think so? Yeah. Because we do fewer things in person? Yeah, and if, if look if, if you if if a hundred people met me, okay, yeah, 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 and five minutes later said, "Hey, describe that guy." The first word from at least ninety five would be "was bald." If a hundred people met you, yeah, ninety five would not be well. He's kind of short. Yeah. Nope. Might get to that. But yeah, yeah, it wouldn't sure. be the first thing. So all that to say, a very challenged Kentucky team, you're still laying the 17 and a half. Yeah, all day. Done. I've seen well, all. Vanderbilt's going to piss you off and lose this game 31 That's okay. I would rather I would rather get pissed off than, the, than pissed off the way that I got pissed off Saturday with why did I bet on these guys? Because they had no real chance against Carolina. And Carolina's not good. And if Will Levis cares, they'll score 40 points. Just my opinion. Do they care? Yeah, I mean, like, I had McMurphy's bowl projections up. Where did he have Kentucky? 
He's got Georgia, Ohio State in the championship. He's got uh, Tennessee in the playoff. He's got UCLA in the uh, in the other playoff against Ohio State. Woof. Uh, he's got Alabama, obviously projecting Alabama to beat Ole Miss. He's got Alabama and TCU in the Sugar Bowl. He's got Illinois and Ole Miss in the Citrus Bowl. So he's got Ole Miss going 10-2. and two. Yeah. Um, he's got Kentucky in the what used to be the Outback Bowl. Can we still call it the Outback Bowl? It's the ReliaQuest Bowl. What I'm still calling it the Outback. Sorry. He's got Notre Dame and Kentucky in the ReliaQuest Bowl. He's got Florida in the Music City Bowl against Wisconsin. Mississippi State in the Gator Bowl against Clemson. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for SEC ties. Oklahoma and South Carolina in the uh, Tax Act Tech, Texas Bowl. That's a mouthful. Uh, he's got Missouri, poor old Gabe, back in Memphis for the Liberty Bowl against Oklahoma State. He's got uh, – I'm sorry, I know this is boring. Uh, he's got Liberty in the Gasparilla Bowl against Georgia Tech. He's got um, – No. East Carolina and Coastal Carolina in the Boca Raton Bowl. He's got Toledo and UNLV at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl that I will be attending. That's relevant, yeah. Toledo, uh, uh, minus seven, he says here, against UNLV. God, that'll be exciting. Um, at least I, at this point, I think I'll be the warmer guy. He's got Arkansas in the Las Vegas Bowl against uh, Utah. I think that's the end of the SEC tie-ins. So, it's still early in the poll, but many arguing with you saying 77% say short is the biggest detri- the bigger detriment for men. And uh, I know it. Here's the deal, though. I th- now, all these are have a caveats to you're not also overweight because overweight is number one and beyond all this. We're talking about it, it, someone in yeah. D because bald and overweight is a huge problem. Bald and overweight, you look like a snowman. That's the worst combination. You might as well be frosty, like the round, round, just no. But I will say this, and I, I think I'm right. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe everybody goes, no, 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 you, you would be crazy. You would be happy with this. Because, like, I mean, let's not go crazy. We're just saying don't be short. So if you offered me. 5'11", but I lost my hair, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take it. Okay. I don't think. I don't think I would rather be 5'11", bald, than my current height with hair. Ginger's with me. She says it's bald. And now maybe I lose my hair in five years and I'm short and bald. But Again, my thing is interview 100 people. I mean, if I w- it would be actually a fascinating thing to do. 100 people meet you. Hey, describe that guy. Yeah, For, sure. First word out of at least 95 of their mouths. Bald. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, obviously people here have not seen I'm I say five eight, but I'm a tick under five eight. I'm five seven and a half for three quarters. Yeah, see I need people to ask how tall I am. If I put cowboy boots on, I'm a little over five eight. Give me five nine. Yeah. Might be the sole reason I have cowboy boots. Could be a lot, a lot of time yeah, you see sometimes you see guys that are shorter try to compensate for it with the the boots and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I think my dad did that because he was like, man, he was shorter than me. He was like five, six and a half, five, seven. Yeah, and Jenner says, there's Bruce Willis, pull off Baldwell. I mean, if you're incredibly fit, you can pull off almost any damn yeah, thing I mean, well. Yeah, I mean, Bruce is kind of an outlier. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm I'm all, I'm team Bruce, but he's kind of an outlier. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I can tell you that the fit. I mean, isn't Nick Saban like five, seven? Isn't he pretty short? He's pretty short. Yeah. Pretty short. Okay. Look, I'm cheering for Clark. I'm just saying it's over. So you're still going to wear the black and gold and see how it goes. I, mean, I guess. I'm just kind of done. I, I gave him gave him a shot this year. Next year when someone goes, what do you think Vanderbilt's going to do? I'm going to go 0-8. But their schedule, 0-8. But right. they play 0-8. Until they do anything different. Yes. And then if they snap out of it, then we'll revisit. But until then, it's... But if, hey, they get... Mississippi State. I don't care. Oh, and eight. <laughs> you heard me. Stop asking. Kind of like Nick. Quit asking. I don't care who their West opponent is. None of They're going good. oh, and eight. Quit asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Johnson Hill Creamery. JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Go to the website because uh, you're going to get some tailgating done for this week. It's going to be quite busy in the Grove and all over campus. Let them make it easy for you. They will deliver right there to your spot on campus. You just get online, you go to the menu, you go to the shopping, and they can feed 10, 20, or 40, depending on whatever it is that you are trying to do with your tailgating this weekend. You can also see the classes they have coming up. I mean, lots of different things, including the Thanksgiving pre-orders, too. So really, just surf the website. That's johnsonhillcreamery.com. There's cheese class in the Delta. They've got a private cheese class coming up as well. A lot of different stuff here from them, including the tailgating this weekend. So again, shop the menu. All their cheeses are made locally and in-house every single day. That's johnsonhillcreamery.com. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. 
All items at A-Stock start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. Uh, Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. I've been taking some of their stuff uh, for a while. Speaking of trying to get fit, it's certainly helped me. Uh, kind of recovery from workouts, from runs, things like that, some of the vitamins and things, it'll help you as well. SolutionsRx.com is the place to go. Enter the promo code OEP, OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Uh, Hawkeye Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkeye, Mississippi. Uh, they custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Hawkeye can make it happen. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors, and uh, they'll accommodate you. In-house financing is available, free delivery and setup within 75 miles of Hawkeye as well. 662-226-2233 or go to HawkeyeBuildings.com. You can also find them on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Hawkeye Portable Buildings. Did you put the poll up or did somebody else? No, I, I put the poll up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. and then I just closed it. Yeah. Oh, I just saw it. Uh, Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before or while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. All natural ingredients keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete Electrical Control System Solution Provider. It's a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Podcast is brought to you by Style Assembly just off the square. It's Women's Boutique next to Blind Pig. You're coming into town this weekend for Alabama. You're going to be all over the square. And they can help you ladies, the ladies in your life, their fall needs, no matter the budget, size, or occasion, they're here to help you assemble your style. They pride themselves on customer service and effortless dressing. So when you're coming to town, they're offering a big incentive to Rebel Grove subscribers, podcast listeners only. From now until the end of November, you can enter to win a $250 gift card to shop at Style Assembly. You just need to go in. You need to uh, go in the store, tell one of the sales associates or ask for the owner, Kate. Say, hey, I came to check out Style Assembly and what they have to offer. There's no purchase necessary. They just want to get to know you. So write your name down, enter the contest, do me a favor. I would really appreciate it. You're going to be there anyway. So uh, pick up some Gooder sunglasses. They have some great fur coats and that, a lot, that have been blowing up the last couple of weeks as well. So that's Style Assembly. You can go to shopstyleassembly.com, see all the different social channels and things for sale. So stop in this weekend. That's Style Assembly just off the square. Oh, uh, let's see. Sorry, I was trying not to laugh at. Missouri, Tennessee, Tennessee giving 21 to the Tigers who played hard on Saturday. They did it. They did. He's his team. Has, he's he's so close to have had a really really good season. I mean, you changed three plays for them, and they're six wins. Yeah. I mean, they're right there. They play really hard. They're not terrible. He got a contract extension, and I got no problem with that. What else? Well, you who do? you hiring? He does a good job. He doesn't want to be there either. I mean, he's looking for a path out, but he makes sense for them. They make sense for him. It's fine. What else are you gonna do? Not a bad coach. His team's prepared every week. They've lost on some flukies. That was fluky. 
I mean, Kentucky snaps the ball over the punter's head. The ball rolls 30 yards. The punter picks it up and rugby kicks it. But because he's still in the tackle box, which apparently is an infinite thing, um, I did not know that. It's like the pylon goes up to heaven. Like goes to the heavens, right? St. Peter's like, whoa, where's the pylon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, it's uh, it, that's bad luck. It is. That's all that is. I mean, you don't watch that play and go, ah, you know, his team's not prepared. Poor 22's like, what did I do? I blocked it. It The rule needs to be changed. It's a dumb rule. The tackle box should have a an out-of-bounds It should line. have a back line, right? Yes. A yes. half-court line. Some, yes. Something. Like, the tackle box goes 20 yards. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot, but sure. But whatever. It shouldn't go 35 yards down the field with the punter chasing the ball down. That is not the intent of the rule at all. Because technically the punter, what he should have done was pick up the ball and run through the back of the end zone for the safety. Yeah. Because what he tried to do, if the, if the guy hits the ball instead of the leg, it's a touchdown for Mizzou. That is correct. Yeah. It's really bad luck. Pure luck. <laughs> It's really bad. I mean, I'm not a Drinkwitz guy, but like people are going, his teams aren't ready. I'm like, oh, stop. Like, Gabe asked the hard questions. Yes, um, Eli, could you maybe explain why number 22 didn't wasn't more prepared mentally for the play where the ball got snapped over? Why don't y'all practice that? <laughs> I mean, <sighs> oh. Oklahoma got a shot to losing in, losing in Morgantown this weekend? Yeah. Oklahoma minus eight. I mean, West Virginia is one team away from home and another team at home. Probably about to fire the coach. But, yeah, I got a shot. You talk about places that get weird. More in town. You can, can. can get weird there. And Oklahoma's just kind of whatever. Illinois lost to Michigan State over the weekend to get that bubble burst a little bit. They are at home against the Boilermakers on Saturday. I actually kind of like this game. Illinois minus six. Yeah, I got a chance. This a pretty decent chance this is one of my picks this week. Illinois? Yeah. Laying them? Yeah. Purdue looked like crap against uh, Iowa. And Illinois is pretty good on defense, too. You know, I noticed with you and Siski, you're playing at a bit of a disadvantage by not picking the SEC games because he can. Yeah. So it limits your pool of available options. I know, but that's not you. You needed a better attorney. That was not. Uh, that was just, not a very good you, setup. You there. know what it's made me do is it's made me watch a lot more football, which has been good for the show, which has been sure. good for me. It's it's made me do more study. Okay. On other stuff, and it's led me to call more people and talk to more people, which okay. has been good from a contact standpoint. It it is it has helped me. Okay. Professionally. But we could have taken him off SEC games, too. You could have. But I think he wanted to pick SEC games. And I wanted to, hey, let's make sure that we're not doing the same damn show over and over and over. And well, so no, I'll, yeah. pick, I'll pick different games. Okay. I've kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, I would have taken LSU and the points Saturday. That would have been the one game that I would have put in the mix for me, and I would have gotten that one right. But it's more fun to, like, Troy at the end covering. I'm outside going, yes, yeah. Troy. It was fun, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I almost got my Auburn straight up. I mean, hell, we tried to try to pull did. that thing out. What was the one that pissed me off on? There was 
trying to remember which one. I've got so many sheets here. There was you do one, have a lot of sheets. There was one. Co- wait, I'm keeping up with so many different. Why things. don't you get a yellow legal pad for one show and a white well, for the that's other? A thought. Uh, I was pissed off at Boise the whole time. Were you? Yeah. That that was a weird pick. I, I was that was one I was. Uh, you knew more about them than I did. I kind of went, huh? I kind of thought BYU was done. You should have known that that's not the kind of team that quits. It's just the team is not very good at times. I mean, that's yeah. Felt good. Iowa State got me got me a W. Troy got me a W. I was close. TCU barely covered, but barely counts. I was a little pissed off at the Oregon State Washington game. Thought thought for a while I had that one. Just I, I say this only mentioning the line here. Um, Michigan State. Speaking of, they're giving ten at home to Rutgers, and I know that he's a cartoon character at this point. But and I, he, look, he did his job because I'm about to say it on a podcast three thousand miles away. Colin Colin Coward on Saturday night tweeted. Michigan again kicked the holy hell out of another tough-as-nails opponent. Let's be honest, nobody likes going to Rutgers in November. Crowd noise made my living room shake. Yeah, because Rutgers has been a freaking juggernaut lately in November at home. <laughs> nobody goes Baton Rouge, Tuscaloosa, Columbus, Piscataway. No. What the hell are we doing? That's a take. <laughs> I mean, no, I do think Michigan is better than Ohio State right now. But... <sighs> Went, okay, good, fine, well enough. Ohio State, speaking of, giving 41.5 to an Indiana team that is really scuffling this year under Tom Allen. Notre Dame on the road, 17 to Navy. UConn probably not getting bowl eligible. Um, they uh, host Liberty. They're getting 14.5 from Freeze and the Flames this weekend. Jim Moore's done a hell of a job. but yes, that's really good job. That's going to be a tough, tough one there. Uh, South Florida fired their coach, Jeff Scott, yesterday. I think he was 4-28 in, in Tampa for the Bulls. Um, yeah. They are getting 17.5 from SMU, who's put a pretty good season together. The Mustangs aren't bad. No, they're good. Um, they're solid. The Americans are pretty decent. Americans pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Got some um, good teams in it. Uh, UCF firing the coach after Temple wrecked them last weekend. That will get you fired. That is – that's the, that's a good reason for it to be out. Uh, let's see. Throwing through. Alabama Ole Miss, it opened at least here at 11, and it's now at 11 and a half. About what I thought it would be. Isn't that about what we, we guessed? I we, thought it was 13, 13 and a half, and it came down a couple points after the loss on Saturday. So, yeah. Um, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I, 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 I can, you can convince me of seven outcomes. This oh, game. I'm, I'm going to – I'm almost positive I'm going to take Ole Miss and the points. I don't know that Ole Miss wins. I don't know that they don't. At some point, and look, this is this is going to be that challenge game for Alabama. Ryan Brown had a great stat. I, don't, I put it in ten thoughts. I don't know if you saw it. Alabama's last one hundred seventy-five games. I did see this. Yes, they've played three games where they were realistically out of the title mix. Three. Like, compare that to, say, Arkansas, who in their last 175 games has probably played 150 where they were out of the title mix, right? Sure. Three. Three. They're now about to play three in a row. Including a road game in a raucous place after you lost. You've been kind of bad on the road. Saban in his post game, you put it in 10 thoughts, really interesting where he's basically telling guys, hey, look, not anything's accomplished by just throwing it in here. Like, even if it's just for yourself. 
Oh, I thought it was fascinating. He was like, for your stock. In other words, hey, guys, the NFL is going to come asking about you, and I'm going to hold these games over you. Yeah, his message was basically, if all of you guys play for yourself, maybe we'll be all right as a team. That's what he said. Basically what he said. That's what he said. And I don't know. Here's the thing if you're Ole Miss. Get off to a good start. You're the best script team in America. Be the best script team in America on Saturday. Win that first quarter. Lane Kiffin talks about the first quarter being on coaches. Yeah. Here's your moment, Jay. Go win it. Because I, I'm not saying Alabama's going to quit because they're not. They're, and they're, and they're, they're, yeah, and they're let's, too, let, let's keep everything relative. They're let's too, keep everything yeah, they're, relative. They're too good for that. They're still an incredibly talented football team. But, if, but they play the national game of the week so often, right, Every time they go, like, look at this year, for example. They played Texas and Austin. It was the biggest game in Texas in eight gazillion years. Um, they go to Arkansas, and they were it was packed, 230. Yeah, yeah. They go to um, A&M. A&M, to Tennessee. Yeah. To wherever they go, it's the big game. Yeah. So their kids are a little immune to it. So you do wonder if they're kind of due for the game where the other team is so geeked up, they don't have anything to play for, and it just takes – they lose their edge a little. Just a little. And if you get them behind in a game where they feel like they've got to throw with Young. It's a problem. It's it's a mess. Now let them, get, let them stay ahead of the chains all day. Yeah, they can get rolling downhill and be a beast. And I mean, not to be – I hope nobody gets pissed off at me more than you normally do. But, I mean, if you told me that Gibbs runs for 240 and is the SEC player of the week, I'm not even a little surprised. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll hit this game all week. There's no reason today but it's it's a mindset game for both i mean we mentioned Ole miss side it's alabama having to change expectations for one of the few times in 15 years and go we're out that's it it's over i mean there's no path really um because i mean they can't win the west unless they went out and lsu loses twice so i mean that's that's that um because i don't think a&m can pull that one off feels like it's 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 on the racket this week in fayetteville for lsu um, Oklahoma State getting one and a half at home from Iowa State. What the hell has happened to the Cowboys? Sanders got hurt. <clears throat> That's the big thing. Their offense has gone off the rails, and defensively, they they're they're just getting gashed now. They're in, they're in trouble. I mean, they're headed to the Liberty Bowl, according to McMurphy, who's pretty good at this. If you had told them three four weeks ago you're going to the Liberty Bowl, they'd been oh my god, what happened? Yeah, they were in the mix. I mean, they've lost more games in basically three weeks than they had in two years because they were the team in that stat that was one better than Ole Miss throughout all that yeah. projection stuff. Uh, I spoke, we mentioned Clemson earlier. They're at home. They're a seven-point favorite against the Louisville Cardinals this weekend back in league play. You know it's running wrong when Miami is a one-point dog at Georgia Tech this weekend. Whew. I didn't watch it, but I saw the score and looked at the stats. Florida State whipped Miami. Like Florida State's been pretty decent this year. They're no, fine. They're fine. He's done a decent job. He has. And and I want to make fun of him, but it's been fine. It's fine. But that deal at Miami, man. I'm not look. It's one year. It's first year. All that stuff. But it tells you that like all that nil money might not be enough. It might be bigger than that. Maybe not, but spending a whole bunch of money on one quarterback probably isn't going to get isn't going to get it done. You got issues everywhere. Mm-hmm. You need to be spreading the wealth. 
We could wear our gear on Thursday. Wisconsin and Iowa facing each other this week. It is a pick 'em for the Badgers and the uh-huh. Hawkeyes in Iowa City on Saturday. Um, yeah, like I said Iowa showed a little offense. Uh, we ran some stuff. Showed, showed. We, we mean, looked like they actually had a coordinator. There, there was, was that. There was a couple of plays. I was like, some bitch, we're in the nineties. They threw the ball downfield, like multiple. It times. didn't look like nineteen sixty two, where they sort of no they they ran route trees. Yeah, it was. <laughs> there was one play. We ran like a, a little pick with a drag, and there was a clear out on the top. Yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 hold up, slow down, get get back in the eye formation <laughs> right now, sir. <laughs> yeah, where's the Maryland eye when you need it? Um, uh, I like Iowa here. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I, I think I think there's a chance that the I, Wisconsin interim thing wears off over a couple does. weeks. Yeah, and, and I was. What you see with Iowa is that that defense is real. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan giving 29 and a half at home against Nebraska this weekend. No, that's, that's not. a lot of points. I, I'm tempted to lay them. Michigan. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's see. I mean, Iowa State, that. I get it was windy and all that stuff, but that was pretty listless against Northwestern on Saturday. It was. You I'm not killing them on it. I'm not no, going crazy. You do wonder. They if played that, a really bad football team, and everybody knew they were a really bad football team. You wonder if that was just a sleep, It was a lay-down game. Sleepy. Yeah. The alarm bell goes off, and you're like, uh, 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 no. And you went back to sleep. Yeah. And you finally had to get up and go, and you're still sluggish. It's just hard to. And it just takes a while that day before you're productive. It happens. And yeah, it, can, it don't. It can get you beat. It can. UCF at Tulane this week. Um, Tulane still can win out and go to the Cotton Bowl, but it's a rough stretch the rest of the way. It's UCF, SMU, Cincinnati to finish there for the Green Wave. Yeah, um, I don't hate UCF here. I don't either. Um, I mean, kind of feels like, kind of feels like their turn. Let's see. You going to put that on the picks? It's on picks. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Why? You see, because it's two ranked teams. Oh, UCF's ranked. 22nd. Oh, who knew? Missed that. I added a 10th game because we needed 10. That's how I added North Carolina away because our – We uh, needed 10? Well, we, we've we been doing 10 pretty we consistently, really? yeah. Okay. App State it Marshall the, this it weekend. It makes the math on Sunday morning easier. Okay. Round numbers. Yes. I mean, I, no. ULM grad here. <laughs> Takes a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah, App State Marshall, not a terrible game. Pick them there on, uh, on no, that one. No, that's not bad. Kind of like Marshall. Oh, really? A little bit. App State's been a little inconsistent. They've been no, strange. They, they've since. been a lot inconsistent. Yeah, it's hard to really get get them pegged. So we finished the lines. I'll tell you quickly about Northeast Spark, any SPARC, the Ignite package, the 100 MBPS, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clarkport Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So call the office for the best internet in Lafayette County or parts of Union or Pontotoc if you previously did not have internet. Again, that's 662-238-3159. Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century. Whatever you're looking for, engagement rings, wedding rings, gifts, pearls, fashion jewelry, whatever, they've got it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry, LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662 234 2777. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Mind on My Money on Thursday. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. 
They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Uh, we talked about Boise earlier. I'll be headed to Boise next month, uh, either warm or cold. Regardless, I'll be there. We did all of our travel. It's going to be our second stop on a uh, two two city trip. We booked it all through uh, John Edwards, and uh, he made it super simple. He can do that for you too. Just get in touch with him, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and uh, you don't have to worry about any of the other stuff. He'll make it a uh, trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Nine zero one four nine four thirty three eighty seven or J Edwards at regencytravel dot net. Oxford's. New Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party. Featuring fabulous food and craft libations, let them host your company dinner or festive party event. OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie 601-421-7147. I'll have a uh, mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or uh, 662-842-3844. Parham here went four and six with his picks last week, and that was good enough to move him into first place. It was No that, kidding? It was that bad of a week. Oh, God. Seriously? Jeffrey went two and eight. Brian and I went one and nine against the spread. Did you really? Yes. Oh, I thought I was losing ground on well, Saturday. You, you, you had a bad week, but... It's like match play. I don't have to beat everybody. I just got to beat you. Bad's relative. Yeah. Uh, well, it picks up again on uh, Ooh, Thursday. God. Yeah, bad is relative. Thir- uh, service specialist staffing and recruiting agency, they will uh, they make that happen. If you're looking for a job, if you're uh, on the job hunt, they can help you. If you're looking for um, hire, looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you there as well. Uh, payment of service is solely contingent on if a company decides to hire a candidate that they send. It's always free for the um, – the uh, person looking for a job, 662-832-5138 is the number to call. Service specialist, ltd.com. I'll mention the last couple here in, in a minute. What What is Brian's season record now? I have that. Do here. we have that? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not trying to pick on him. I'm just curious do, after one and nine. I do the math every morning. Um, let's see. Okay. God, four and six picked up three games. Uh, Brian is thirty-two and sixty-three for the season. He's, oh, good God! He's thirty-one under. Jeffrey and I are forty-seven and forty-eight. We're both two games behind you at this point. Oh, good God! Yeah, we've had years where we've been good. This is not that. Not season. that year. This is not that. Of course, now listen. We're still better than a lot of people who do this. Fair warning: I've done fairly well in the NFL this year, and that's yeah. coming. I got a chance. Not dead yet. Oh. Not dead yet. You're just trying to hang on until we get to round three. I'm trying like. to get out of this college stuff and get to the NFL. <laughs> where my expertise might kick in a little. <laughs> oh, South Carolina and Florida, the game they're hiding at 3 o'clock on the SEC Network on Saturday, and the Gators are at home in Gainesville giving 7.5 to the Gamecocks. I, beats me. I mean, I, I don't know. I should do everyone here a favor and just – I should pick Alabama and lay the points on Saturday. That almost assures you either a win or a close game. Might do that as my Christmas gift. Just to – Here you go. Yeah. 
Georgia and Mississippi State on Saturday in Starkville. Bulldogs giving uh, getting 17 from Georgia. You surprised that number's not bigger? A little bit. Kind of wonder if they're – It's coming off last week on the road. Georgia, might, yeah. Georgia almost certainly will be a little sleepy. Yeah. I mean, they played hard the other night. They, they did. Fat girlfriends with the fish sandwiches and the lemonade. He had to have been speaking about someone, right, in particular? Or was well, he he's simply... done the fat girlfriend thing before. He has. Fish sandwiches, though. I mean, do you think fish sandwiches are a big deal in Starkville? I'm guessing I not. would hope not. But I'm guessing not, right? I mean, unless in you fairness? Need, unless you need the fish on Fridays for religious purposes. Like, I don't know what we're... I mean, if he'd said barbecue sandwiches, okay. Burgers, yeah, sure. Yeah, Little Dewey and all that stuff, sure. Fried chicken sandwiches, okay, cool, I get it. You're not a big fish sandwich guy? Well, it's not that. It's just that I'm having a hard time believing that the hot item among the Mississippi State football team is fish sandwiches with lemonade. Well, I mean, it's the filet of fish from McDonald's. It was a few years, a few years ago. They had the user poll or whatever in the newspaper where McDonald's was voted the best burger in Starkville. It did, but it was voted best burger, <laughs> not best fish sandwich. But I, I I concede that that is possible, that there's been a run on filet of fish Fish tacos kind of sound good if it's really good fish. Like, Yeah, no. I mean, that kind of sounds good. I, I love fish tacos. Yeah. Get some slaw and but some pickled like onions. The, and you like the fish to be fairly fresh. Well, just in any fish situation, yes, I'd like the fish to be fresh. Fish tacos on the Blackstone? Oh, really? Excellent. You know what else we discovered it yesterday is excellent on the Blackstone is, believe it or not, ground turkey and you turn it into like taco meat, fantastic. It's great. Because you're giving it enough seasoning to actually put some flavor on well, it. Well, and, and by doing it on the Blackstone, you're not adding so much water to it that it gets all oh. – it was very, very good. So you just put the seasoning in. I, mean, I added just a squirt of water. Just enough to – Just enough to mix it in. Almost as a binder. Yeah. It was. Listen, I was skeptical, but it was very good. Giving Washington any hope in Eugene on Saturday? 13 for the Huskies? Uh, no. Okay. Bo Nix playing good football. Okay, so here's the question. Hendon okay. Hooker's Heisman went up in smoke. It's over. He's not winning the Heisman. That one game killed it. He's killed it. 11-1 still, not It was enough. Matt Corral's Auburn game last year. The Heisman's gone. Can Bo Nix win the Heisman by default? Bryce Young's not winning it. Nobody at Georgia's winning the, is the Heisman. Michigan running back going to win if they go undefeated. Got a chance, but they got to beat Ohio State. And we don't like running backs. And Stroud, I think, he could win by default. I think he's the favorite right now, but like he can't afford another game like Saturday. Where it's where Bo Nix does benefit from it being the uh, grind. I know you're having heart palpitations right now. Uh, it's not Stetson. It's Bennett. not Stetson Bennett. Nope. It's not Stetson Bennett. No, he's not going to win the Heisman. He's seen as the cog in Georgia saying, not the reason. God, what kind of odds could I got on that <laughs> months ago? I mean, <laughs> it's. I mean, Caleb Williams is in it, but he hasn't had the spectacular. No, Oregon would have to win out. Like win out, win the Pac twelve, and he's got to put up big numbers the whole way. But for them to win out, he'll put up big numbers. His numbers are really good. I mean, right now he'd be in the he'd he'd be in New York. I mean, for sure. It's obviously an Ole Miss crowd here, but in all seriousness, Ole Miss goes eleven and one, and he has big games. Judkins gets votes, right? 
He doesn't win it. Probably but he gets, gets votes. votes, but a freshman's not going to win it. No, he sets himself up to, to be come a, in next year, being one of the dudes. to being a legitimate candidate next year. That's just the way it works. Is yeah. it should? Is it how it should work? No, but it's it is how it works. I mean, he's not. He didn't have the fanfare at the beginning of the year right. too. You've got to start. Had you taken his numbers and given them to Zach Evans, even it would have been a little bit of a different story. Well, sure. Yeah. No, Bo Nix has a real shot at the Heisman. It's hard for a Pac-12 guy to win it. It's not at SC. At SC. But, but he's got SC. He's got SEC voters. It matters. I mean, I know who he is because he played it all. Yes, I mean ge- geography matters here. Oh, it's huge. There's going to be some SEC guys that go. You know what? I mean, if Stroud yeah. wins, it's going to be because the Midwest votes as a block. There's going to be some Heisman voter from Wetumpka, Alabama that goes, yeah, Bo Nix. We're going to stick it to C.J. Stroud. We're not voting for that Midwest guy. Max yeah, Dugan sure. at TCU, he deserves more consideration than he'll get. But I don't see it. I, mean, I guess he could change that with like a huge day against Texas. But it's Everybody's waiting on TCU to lose and ignore them is what's happening. Now, maybe they don't. Maybe they went out. But everybody's waiting on TCU to lose and ignore them. You know who's playing really well is that quarterback at North Carolina. It's too late for the, it's too late. For the Heisman, but he's really playing well. Well, I mean, look, when Phil Longo gets you in the system and really works with you, the yeah. big, big things happen, okay? He sent you a DM or something? I uh, hadn't heard from Phil okay. in a while. Good. I can wish him good luck this weekend to see what it generates. Oh, you should. Just see you how should. it goes. Please do. <laughs> Kansas State giving – sorry, getting three in Waco this weekend. Kansas State and Baylor. Sure. Texas Tech giving three and a half to oh. Kansas and Lubbock this weekend. Jaden Daniels could work his way into it. But now he's got to be awesome the rest of the way. It feels just a little short. Well, that Tennessee game is destroyed. If you him. told me that Jaden Daniels, okay, let's say he, he whips up on Arkansas, whips up on A&M, and then has a huge SEC championship game, he would have to beat Georgia. Good luck with that, by the way. That ain't, that ain't happening. Georgia looks so much more comfortable in that game Saturday. Yeah, Just they, they looked like an NFL team in that game Saturday. But they've looked like crap at times. I mean, I'm yeah. still not giving them complete passes. They still almost lost to Missouri. They did, but they but don't. on that environment, when the other team came in and they they were they were ready for bear. It it reminded me of when. I don't know if it was Mike or maybe it was Peyton or whatever, and I'm, I don't know why I'm comparing it to much baseball, but you know, talking about the national championship series and they talked about their pulses didn't get raced like the other team. Georgia looked like they were just calm and had been here before. Yeah, Oklahoma in, in baseball, Tennessee in football the other day couldn't adjust. It was all. It, it also helps when you dominate the line of scrimmage. Well, Jimmy's and Joe's and whatnot. I mean, when you dominate the line of scrimmage, it helps everybody calm down a little bit. And when you're getting your tail kicked at the line of scrimmage and you realize we're going to have to fluke our way to this, that's hard. You can't fluke that one. Hard. Texas A&M getting two on the planes on Saturday night, 6.30 start time for Auburn and Texas A&M. My initial thought is I absolutely love Auburn here. I think I do too. I think Auburn's going to come out and play one of those great inspired home games. I did love Cadillac Williams' postgame speech. What do you do? He just treated them like men. He told them, hey, I know it's been a hard week. It's been a long week, but we played hard. We stuck together. And this is what we are. This is what our program is supposed to be. It's the We haven't talked about the whole Kiffin thing. 
I listened to that speech. We I have looked time. I looked at the reaction from the Auburn people. They loved it. He talked about family. And he did though. I know, I know. And that's who they are. And I don't. It's not a criticism. Look, it's not here. Let me let me finish this thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never ever look at like. There's a family in my neighborhood. I won't name them. But they they always know. I, I like them. They're great. They always do stuff together. They're always in the yard together. They go for walks together. They they clearly like being with each other. Okay. I admire that. Most families don't have that. Even my family, we're really close. We don't all like hang out in the yard together, right? We all kind of do You're our own You're not playing thing. cornhole at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. No, no. It's just not who we are. I mean, we don't love each other. Yeah, sure. And we won't fight for one another. But it means we don't, we don't all hang out, you know? And Auburn's deal when they're good, when they're elite, it's built around family and tradition and all of that stuff. And I don't mean that in a critical way at all. But that was his speech. And I thought, you're never going to get Lane Kiffin to do that speech. Never, ever, ever. Look. Never, ever, ever. It just, it's a, it's a terrible, terrible fit. There, I guess, it, I don't know if it, was, it wasn't a hype video, but their pregame video with Carnell and the kid and that whole thing, that's who Auburn is, and it was great. It's a really damn good video. It was great. It was and ever since they got rid of Harson, that's the that's been their messaging, and it works, and their people love it. And yeah. this is not a. I'm sure someone's going to go. He's criticizing. I'm not at all. But that's who you are. That's your identity. That's that's what fires their people up. You would do it. Oh God, Auburn. Family. Been saying this for a long time. I, I mean, all, honestly, because I don't want to see him have that kind of success. I hope Auburn doesn't hire him. He would do a good job there. He would potentially do a great job there. He would fit all their stuff. He literally checks every box. He does. The only thing he's got that they got to get past is, yeah, he's got some personal stuff in the past, and they like to pretend that their people don't have that. But you can navigate it. Oh, sure. And honestly, I'm – It's football coaches. Let me – And again, who knows? In a hundred football coaches, how many of them are pure? I know. Look, maybe I'm eating my words. Who knows? I think he would be clean. From now on, I do. Yeah, I think he would be a, a complete professional. I wouldn't be point. surprised if he gets that opportunity. I, I would. I'm be not surprised. saying he won't get into the celebrity a little bit or have some NASCAR drivers around, but for the most part, from that kind of stuff, I think he would be fine. I do. What, what bill? What you got left before I finish up? Yeah, uh, yeah. Can you imagine if they'd won that game? Oh Jesus. I mean, it, I was rooting for it. I mean, hard. I was, I was very frustrated by that face mask on Auburn there on that last. You know, he's here's the thing, and most of you know this, but there'll be some of you that don't, especially some of the younger people. He was a monumental recruiting win for Auburn at that time. Carnell Williams. He was uh, one of Tuberville's first big recruiting wins when he got there. <laughs> He, he he affected other recruiting races. He was, I'm trying to think from an Ole Miss comparison, it's it's Romero, Miller, yes. it's Deuce McAllister. It's 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 a it's a player of that magnitude. And then he had a great career. And then he went in the NFL and he's always been Auburn and he got back into coaching. And I mean it's there's not a comparison. And if he were to get hot. We had to win Saturday. 
had to win Saturday. He, and he to has win. to win this Saturday, and frankly, he'd have to win in Tuscaloosa, and I don't know that they can pull that off. But it would get weird because people get sentimental, and we opened the show talking about college football's weird. Well, look, just for the watching, and this is nothing against Grind or Auburn or anything, I mean, it, just from a fascinating character study, because like you said, there's no great Ole Miss comparison on all the different levels. I can make a good comparison on each level, but not one dude for all of it. I mean, if you could script it out and go, God, Auburn people putting their mind in a pretzel had been winning Saturday, pulling that off, beating A&M, and them, them carrying him off on his on their damn shoulders in Tuscaloosa, and you go, oh, shit, oh, yeah. oh God. Well, because the media, the national media pressure to keep him starts up. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're brought to you by uh, Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate based out of Jackson, Mississippi. Service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. B.B. Mitchell with Pinpoint provides a plethora of commercial real estate services. So uh, get in touch with him. He takes great pride in his attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. For all your commercial real estate needs, call B.B. at 601-934-5008. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick um, are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. Call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. I'll have uh, what he said, what he meant up later today. That's brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. They offer the ability to create income and wealth. Uh, Let Andy Ledecky guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, your boss, your pay, you feel stuck, Andy can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Amber brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions. It's also a great venue for events, holiday events, uh, reunions, whatever the case may be. Get in touch with the people at uh, Southern Traditions Farm on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. And no, he, he's not Auburn's version of Matt Luke. He would be Auburn's version of Matt Luke if Matt Luke had been a five-star recruit, if Matt Luke had played on one of the most popular, famous teams in Ole Miss history that had gone undefeated and didn't get a chance to play for the championship, which yeah. made, them, made it more romantic. He would be Matt Luke if Matt Luke had gone on and had an NFL career. Yeah, it's just – No, he's bigger than Matt Luke ever could have been, and it's nothing against Matt. Yeah, sure. Matt would tell you that. It's a really big – He's a big deal to them. Yeah. They they love him on multiple levels. He was part of a romantic time in that program. I was covering it at the time. They they went they won six straight against Alabama. Yeah. Went undefeated. TCU giving seven. I'm sorry, getting seven from the Longhorns on uh Saturday night. Texas like, minus seven. I like Texas here. See? Yeah, I don't know. Put it away, put it away comfortably. I don't know that I want to lay seven, but I'm more inclined to lay the seven than I am to take the seven. Okay. You mentioned it's in our picks. Wake Forest giving three and a half at home to North Carolina on Saturday night. Yeah, kind of like I like North Carolina. I like NC here. I do too. 
Southern Miss gave Tulane their one loss. They get to go to uh, Conway, South Carolina, and be a giant killer again. Coastal Carolina giving Will Hall 11 points this weekend Ooh. on Saturday night. It's a big line. Coastal minus 11 at home against the Golden Eagles. Syracuse getting seven at home against Florida State on Saturday night. Oh, that's an interesting game. Florida State minus seven at Syracuse. Kind of like Florida State there a little bit. Syracuse feels mm-hmm. like the bubble has popped and they can't, they can't get the air back in. I think so, too. Uh, Utah minus 22 against a terrible Stanford team. Woof. UCLA minus 19 and a half at home against Arizona. Boise State, Nevada. Boise State giving 21. And then your late game, if you just need more football, is Utah State on the road giving an 11 and a half to the Hawaii Warriors on Saturday night. God, if I catch myself watching a ten a o'clock of that, central kick. No, nah, if, if I'm watching TV at that point, it's we're Iron Chef American. It. You're done with football by that hour. I've done, seen done, enough. Done with. I will be done with football by ten o'clock on Saturday for sure. One way or the that. other. Then you have a baseball. Sorry, no baseball. The Astros have won the World Series. We did not talk about that, but it wasn't important today. We can do it at some point. Your football game tonight, the Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints still incredibly banged up all over the place. The Ingram's out still. Thomas is out. I mean, it's a mess. But uh, the Saints getting one and a half at home tonight from the Ravens. I kind of like the Saints here a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. College basketball starts tonight, including in Oxford, Ole Miss, Alcorn. and Alcorn State at 8, 8 p.m. o'clock. No Deshaun Ruffin. It's the storyline that we've talked about. I've had people ask me um, – Chase can vouch for this all last couple months. How come you're not writing more preseason basketball stuff? And it's because I wanted to see what the deal was with Deshaun. And it changes everything. So it turns out I was a little prophetic. I, I, I just, I don't know. Hopefully he's okay. I hope he comes back. Kermit Davis said he's week to week. I think he is vitally important to this team. And not only that he be there, but that he be himself. Without him, I, I, I have doubts. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm right. It just means I've, I've entered the season with doubts. Yeah. So Ole Miss Alcorn tonight, 8 o'clock for, uh, for that one. Um, they play, I don't know when their next game is after this. I thought I had it in my head, but now I don't remember. What is Magnolia? Sammy says cooking shows on Magnolia are way better. Is that a, I don't know. Is that a network or something? I don't know. You're in, though, if it's cooking shows. I like cooking shows. Alcorn beat Tougaloo. 77-63 in their one exhibition. Okay. They went 17-17 and 17 overall last year, including 14-4 and four in the SWAC. Yeah. They were the best team in the SWAC most of the year. Did they win? No, they got upset in the conference tournament, I think. They lost to Gonzaga 84-57. Lost to Tulane 85-64. To Houston 77-45. Yeah. Oklahoma 72-48. Oh, it's your buddies, Chip and Joanna. They've got a. They have a. They. They. I got, don't know Chip and Joanna. That's right. You know the other people yeah. in Laurel. They've got yeah. their. They've got their own network. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Now that you said that, that. that. But they're in Texas. Why would they call it Magnolia? Is that the name of their store? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're in Waco. Ah. Uh. All right, back tomorrow, NFL, college football, plenty leading up to Ole Miss and Alabama this weekend. 2.30 CBS for that one, so appreciate everybody on the stream. Big day there, and a full day of podcasts coming your way on MPW Digital. So hang out with all of our content, and we'll talk to you again soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.